Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Age of Radio. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, ladies and gentlemen, time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man, and joining me as always is my brother Cooper. Cooper, hell in a cell. Yes, sir, and boy, did we have some good matches and some not-so-good matches. Yeah, it was sometimes feeling like we were in hell watching this pay-per-view at times. Yeah. So are you ready to get started? Let's do it. All right, so unfortunately we did not watch Natalia beat Mandy Rose in the kickoff match, so we're going to go ahead and skip that one. <laughs> we have no idea what happened. Yeah. Other than we know that Natalia beat Mandy Rose. Alright, the first match of the docket, though, was SmackDown Women's Champion Bianca Belair defending her championship against Bailey inside Hell in a Cell. Yeah, man, this match was crazy. It was all over the place. Mm-hmm. And these two women beat the hell out of each other. Yes. Quite a few times, Bailey managed to use her experience inside Hell in a Cell to get uh, the upper hand on Bianca Belair. But Bianca's Belair's Pure raw athleticism and power really benefited her in defending and retaining her championship. Yeah, man, and her hair came into into play a couple times in this match, and I was just like, "What the heck, dude?" <laughs> right? But you know, it was used against her, and she used it too. So, mm-hmm. like, especially when she uh, she tied Bailey to her and did some uh, some clotheslines on her. All right, that was crazy. It was fun to watch it, and yeah, a very entertaining match. Uh, Bianca, though, would end up winning and retaining when she pulled off her finisher onto the steel um, steel ladder inside the cage. Yeah, yeah, man. She she kicked ass, dude. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but Bailey brought it to her, that's for sure. Yeah, Bianca did not walk away unscathed from that match. <laughs> Bailey very much made her presence felt inside Hell in a Cell. All right, next up on the docket, we had Seth Rollins taking on Cesaro. Dude, this match was, was actually... One of the better matches of the pay-per-view, I think. 
It was. It was a great match. Um, Cesaro dominated the match early and often, but Seth Rollins' uh, <clears throat> experience obviously came into play, and Cesaro was not ready for Seth Rollins in the end of this match. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, it came as a surprise roll-up mm-hmm. type win. It happens. Um, I don't think it's the end of this rivalry. No. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what goes down. Right. I think it can actually carry all the way into SummerSlam. Possibly can, yeah. It's definitely going to be interesting. I wouldn't be surprised if these two rivalries spills over into the possible Money in the Bank ladder match because I'm sure both of them will be combatants yes. probably into that match. So Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. Yes, sir. All right, next up, we had Alexa Bliss taking on Shayna Baszler. Uh, creepy much? A little bit weird? Um, yeah. At one point, you know, Alexa took control of Nia Jax. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. I mean... Flat Nigel, too. Original, I mean. Oh, uh, yeah, this... In a way, if I was a kid, this would be like, oh my god, that was so cool. But, like, uh, as an adult, I'm like, really, guys? Come the fuck. Yeah. Like, this is, like, why wrestling fans get picked on. Right? Yeah, it was <laughs> kind of, uh... It's kind of weird. Odd and weird. Um, I still and, think... And the, the whole thing was over a doll. Yeah, which was also kind of strange. Yeah. With Lily the doll and all that. <laughs> right. Like, what in the Cracker Jacks are we watching? Uh, I don't know. I, it's... And my thing is... is nuts. It's it's somewhat entertaining. Mm-hmm. But can you keep up with that entertainment when fans are back around? Because fans are a little bit more, especially when they're live... A little bit more vocal about shit, and uh-huh. I mean, there's some fans that like the gimmick, and then there's others like you and I that are kind of like, "Come on already," you know? I mean, it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm still kind of waiting to see what happens when she has to answer for her sins when uh, Bray Wyatt and the Fiend come back. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens. Well, with her trying to take control of people. It really makes you wonder if she is going to kind of take control of him. There's that. So So possible new weird Paul Bearer type deal. It wouldn't be a bad bad thing. I mean, she she does the creepy very well. Yeah, she does. I'm just saying the the weird things like taking control of another superstar, making her slap somebody. I'm like, come on now. I mean, Reginald kind of but, needs to slap her in. Yeah, but yeah, it was entertaining to see him get smacked, so. Yeah, nothing wrong with a good slapping now. <laughs> Reginald seems like he's like one of those that likes it rough anyway, so I'm just saying, we're going to move on from that. Wow, <laughs> wow, next thing we know, we're going to talk about how athletic he is. Oh, no, yeah, not tonight. <laughs> Alright, next up, we had the blood rivalry restarted once again as Sami Zayn took on Kevin Owens and what had main event feel to it. It definitely did, um, but Kevin Owens was was a little off of his game in this match because uh-huh. of the match he had the, on Friday night with 
General Aziz or whatever. General Aziz or whatever his name is. Yeah. I know they were calling him Daba Kato before. Right. Before that. Taking a couple of Nigerian spikes to the throat. Yeah, and uh, I think it carried into this match, but but I also think it was stupid. Um, it, It just didn't make sense to me. I'm like, yeah, he can't breathe. I'm sorry, he wouldn't be medically cleared if he couldn't breathe. Right, having a hard time struggling to breathe like that. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it, it makes for good storyline, but that's 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 just about it. Yeah, of course, uh, a lot of the times when uh, Sami Zayn thought he could have wrapped up this match a little early, he was blaming the ref for possibly being a co-conspirator. But I sure did enjoy the ref's 10 count when he should have been counted out ringside after a stunner because he wasn't quite up on the apron yet when he was about to say 10 and then he stopped and then Zane got up. Yeah, yeah, this is, uh, Sami Zayn is, is quite the character sometimes. Mm-hmm. It, it does get on my nerves because I do think he's a very talented wrestler. I mean, heck, we've seen him dive out of the ropes, and he did a perfect, a perfect dive out of there, and bam, hit Kevin Owens. I'm like, oh boy, you know, and he he still does the hell of a kick real good, or huluva kick, Mm -hmm. whatever he calls it. Yeah, the huluva kick. I know it's spelled hell of a, but whatever. (laughs) He's, and and that exploder suplex he does is just like, Mm -hmm. I mean, he's an explosive superstar, and he's really good, but this gimmick they're going with, I'm like, what the? I really hope with fans coming back, this forces WWE to change some of the things they're doing with the superstars as far as creatively because uh-huh. it's just it's dull, right? So, you know, I I wanted to say this and it's just kind of funny. I don't know if this was a legit tweet at WWE, but if you don't know. What I'm talking about is probably a good thing, but the uh, company in the adult industry called Brazers <laughs> tweeted at the WWE. I'm saying, I don't know if this was a legit tweet, but it's funny as hell if it is, saying that WWE, since you're having so problems with creative storylines, why don't you have us do some creative storylines and leave your fans satisfied? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh satisfying dude. endings. Right? I'm like, if that's real... That's a major shot at either way, WWE. even for a meme, that is just that's amazing. Because mm. it is very true, dude. Like I mean, I'm I'm just I think a lot of the problem I have with with watching it on an every week basis right now is because it's so lackluster, they're just not really it's it just doesn't seem like they're trying that that hard. No. I mean during during the matches, the matches are good. Mm-hmm. But storylines suck, dude. Like, right? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, Sami Zayn did use the ropes a few times to help against um, Kevin Owens in this match, which of course he's suffering from (laughs) throat problems from getting. I love how they're calling it the Nigerian spike when we all know it's the Samoan spike. Yeah, old move. Yeah, Uh, but uh. That ended up benefiting Sami Zayn, and of course, also when he landed the Huluva kick, really knocked KO out. Plus, KO it looked appeared to be he separated shoulder. I'm not sure how much of it was actually true separation, 
or part of the storyline. But neither, none of the less, Sami Zayn was able to defeat Kevin Owens due to his sustained injuries. Yeah, and quote it, unquote. I mean, it was an okay <clears throat> match. I enjoyed it. Um, I switched to that that stutter on the outside. Yeah, that was amazing. what it should have been a ten count. Yeah, that was, that that was good. I uh, I got a kick out of that. Um, Me too. I mean, the fact that that they brought back the stunner and he gets to use it. I mean, it's it's not one of my favorite superstars, but it's okay that he does it. Yeah. It doesn't bother me that bad. So. It probably does a lot more for his knees. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> Instead of doing the pop-up powerbomb. Yeah. So. And I know that, that that's part of what messed up Seth Rollins was that, that powerbomb he did in the turnbuckle. Yeah. So, I mean, power bombs are, you got to have some good leg strength and mm-hmm. all that to do that stuff. Yep. Next up, we had Raw Women's Champion Rhea Ripley defending against Charlotte Flair. I'll talk about two people beating the hell out of each other. These mm-hmm. women were like cats and dogs. Yeah, I was a little disappointed Oof. that this match wasn't also inside Hell in the Cell, which yeah, would have been nice. And, and a lot of people are... <clears throat> I don't even think they're upset about the way it ended. Uh, because here's here's what I got to say. We all know how dirty Charlotte can be. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think they're playing this storyline like they're trying to flip it on Ripley. Like she's she's going to be the, ba- you know, the bad guy in the storyline. And they're like, no, nah, she's more anti-hero. Um, Lines of like Triple H and yeah, Shawn Michaels it's, and stuff. it's like it don't matter. She did it because she, she's like, and even she stated on on Monday Night Raw afterwards, "Hey, I only did what you would have done to me, right? To so, retain your title, knowing yeah. that if the loss won't matter because I don't lose my title." But it, yeah, I guess if you guys don't, if you don't know, she, she lost by disqualification, right? So. Because she took the announce table and smashed it on, on Charlotte. But they beat the hell out of each other throughout this whole match. Charlotte took very good control of her legs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it was. I almost thought Charlotte was going to win there for a while. It looked uh, like, especially when she locked her into that figure four. But yeah, she and I think, I think as soon as she got out of the ring, she knew she had to do something. Yeah. Which, when I was. I had a feeling that this match was kind of not going to go Charlotte's way when she wasn't able to bridge into the figure eight. Yeah. Yeah, you always know that she's not going to win when she does that. And then when when, when uh, Ripley pulled off her uh, her freaking finisher. The rope tied, yeah. And then, you know, Charlotte got her foot up on the rope. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, something's up here. Right. Something's this this isn't going to end right. Right. So... But if you're a Rhea Ripley fan, it ended perfectly for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm happy with the ending. It doesn't bother me at all. Um, I Now, don't get me wrong. I respect Charlotte, respect what she's done for the women's division. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's it's really awesome what she's doing. But they really are setting her up to be like the female version of Ric Flair. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's cool. You want, you want to... Do, you know, I'll best your dad. That's that's cool, but they're doing it way too fast. Ric Flair took him years to get what he got. Yeah, 
and yeah. she's come up through the ranks and how many times has she held the title already now? Like eleven or twelve? Some high crazy amount. Yeah. I don't well, I don't know. I don't think it was back it, it was back and forth with with her and uh, Sasha there for a while. Mm-hmm. Then when remember the couple pay per views where they'd switch the the title back and forth between them, so Right. Yeah, it's and then, and then Becky got involved, and it was like this three-way dance with the title there for a while. Right. So. It's, it's nuts. It's a little nuts. I like miss that. Becky, man. Becky needs to come back already. Yeah. Seth Rollins needs to stop trying to ruin people's careers. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> My bad. Anyway, so. Uh, we're not talking about, we're not talking about Cesaro here. <laughs> no. Anyway, <laughs> Seth. Oh, oh we're talking about the real man. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone got a little jealous. You know what? I'll take care of that. I'm going to impregnate you. And <laughs> 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 now what, sucker? No, watch your career flutter out. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. WWE champion Bobby Lashley took on Drew McIntyre inside Hell in a Cell. However, if Drew lost, he would not get another title shot against Bobby Lashley as long as Lashley held the title. Yeah, this one really irritated me. Great match, though. Oh, yeah. But we knew somehow, some way, MVP was going to get involved. And that's exactly what happened. This match was like watching two gladiators, dude. Mm-hmm. Go inside the Coliseum and beat the holy hell out of each other. Mm-hmm. And they did, man. Oh, yeah. It was and it would have been an awesome ending if, you know... The ref didn't get knocked down, and then Drew called for the other ref on the outside, and then that opened the door for MVP's dumbass to get in there. Yeah, unfortunately. Though, MVP got his when they locked the door on him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was that was good, but uh, when he got when he, he got his in the end... Um, he got the upper hand at the end. He got the upper hand at the end of it, so... Uh, unfortunately. Yeah, but uh, this was a good match. It was back and forth pretty much all the way. Um, and Drew McIntyre was tossing around, tossing around Bobby Lashley like he was a damn ragdoll. Yeah, a lot I'm of people like were going, surprised. Corey Graves was shocked that Bobby Lashley was being manhandled the way he was. I was shocked too, dude, because yeah. Bobby Lashley is nobody to play with. No, not at all. So, uh, and but we saw I, what Drew I've did. I've seen matches with Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. But this match was, wow. Yeah, well, and then we also saw what Drew was able to do with Brock Lesnar, who's also a very big athletic yeah. person. Yeah, so. so it's not totally that shocking. I, I think mean, he, is he really that athletic? Athletic enough where he can contri- contribute to championships in both USC and WWE. Yeah. And he's also a national champion. Actually, in, I kind of respect him because he did go through that bout where he had cancer, came back from it, and that's when he actually got the UFC title. So, I mean, I do respect Brock Lesnar. I just don't like the the lackluster feel he has when it comes to WWE. Like, he just, he doesn't care for it. Yeah. When it's like, dude... I mean, it might be storyline. It might be, but because I, I know him and Stone Cold are like, like best buds or whatever. Yeah. But uh, you know, I really think that uh, 
I hate it when he comes back and you just know, like, shit, man, he's going to get the title on him and we'll see the title maybe three times this year. <laughs> right? Yeah, see the title defended three times. So It's ridiculous at times when it does that. But other than the ending, I think the only other part you were a little disappointed is, is when they trapped Drew in the corner with the kendo sticks because, as we both agreed upon if you just raise your arm straight up you can jump right drop right down out uh, yeah yeah i mean there's sometimes some things that happen and it's like dude this is why we get picked on mm-hmm. like you can tell when it's fixed when somebody's doing something that just looks so fake and you're like what the fuck? right like and it, it frustrates me cuz i am a big big wrestling fan and i believe in it's Really an athletic game. I mean, I'm telling you, like, you can say what you want about taking bombs and about doing this and that and the other. Then dudes do that stuff every day. All right. Taking them bumps every day, you know, and hardly get to go home at all. And here soon they're going to be back on their normal schedule. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's going to get very interesting in mid-July. It is. It's going to be very interesting come mid-July. I can't wait for June, July 16th either because it's going to be nice to see actual fans back at WWE events. Yes, it's gonna baby. It's going to be nice. <clears throat> and uh, maybe maybe sometime this year we can uh, maybe find our podcast talking about, you know, one of the pay-per-views or shows that we might attend to. Yeah, hopefully that'd be great. Uh see, we're trying to think of what else. I had something else in my mind. I'm trying to remember what I it was. know that... There was a, um, the only title that wasn't defended on the pay-per-view was the Universal title, because they ended up having... Well, neither was the United States or Intercontinental. Well, yeah, and uh, the United States, I guess, Sheamus Sheamus is hurt or something. so crazy. Or the tag, none of the tag titles were defended either. Yeah, so... Women's or men's in either brand. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's kind of a little bit of a lackluster on that aspect. Yeah, because, I mean, when you think of Hell in a Cell, dude, like, I'm sorry, but every time Shane McMahon gets near a cage or a Hell in a Cell... Why does the cage seem smaller? I know, what is that about? It looks I smaller. mean, I guess we talked about it, and we said, well, maybe, maybe because it's in the Thunderdome. Maybe it had to be smaller. Maybe. I don't it just seemed odd. I'm just sitting here looking at this cage. I'm like, there's maybe about three feet between the ring and the freaking steel cage. Yeah, there's not enough room. There's not enough room to do much on the outside. Yeah, they barely had enough room for the freaking steps. And and this year we didn't see anybody get busted out of it. We didn't see anybody no. fall off a cage. We didn't see nothing really Yeah, that's a little disappointing too. Really? They didn't even escape the cage. Yeah, it wasn't anything really great. I'm like, what the... No climbing up the cage. It's no fun when you don't have a little bit of creativity and excitement where they escape and try to that, run. That, that, that is why, like I said, I can't wait for fans yeah. to come back. Because they're going to have to up their game. Yeah, they definitely are. So... And they're going to have to try to up their game because when AEW has full capacity of fans to start traveling again, you don't keep your game. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. You don't set your game up. AEW is going to keep raking in all your releases. 
What the <laughs> hell is that about? They release more people. Yeah. Some of them I kind of yeah, saw some coming. Of them. Some of them kind of needed to go. Oh, yeah. Breeze Dongo. Breeze Dongo. Yeah, Breeze Dongo needed to go. Tyler Breeze and Film Dongo, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about with that. Yeah, so some, the, I mean, they, they, they're the kind of on the outs anyways right now because um, from, what, from what I've seen and what I've heard is that they have their own kind of school going on too where they're training people and stuff. So <laughs> this will help them out with that route anyways. And really, they weren't that great. Yeah. I mean, they, they went down to NXT and then just kind of fluttered out. Yeah, but I'm still shot. I still kind of can't get over the earlier releases of like Strowman and stuff. I mean, it was just what the hell. <laughs> yeah, man, uh, and Alistair Black too. That's yeah. Those are two big names that are like, why? Like why? And they never really gave Alistair Black a real chance in NXT. Yeah. Yeah. But when he came up to the main roster, they just kind of let him peter out. Yep. It's like not having Adam Cole on the main roster. What? What is this? I don't know, dude. Or having or having Finn Balor on NXT. Right. It drives me crazy. Drives me. Or Walter. Walter's a big beast. Well. I'd love to have Walter on the main roster beating people up. Especially now that we don't have Strowman. Right, we need a big guy. We got. Can we get Keith Lee back at least? Right. We need somebody. Uh, there was talk about him maybe getting released too. Well, he survived this second round as well this month. Mm. Well, I don't know what's going to happen next month. Probably more releases. It's going to be really weird. and I don't know. I'm glad Edge is back. So yeah, looking, that, that happened that. on Friday night. Yep. Yeah. So. so he'll be back for Money in the Bank to take on Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. Yes. Hopefully baby. that will actually be on the pay per view, unlike this last time. Yeah, right. Dumbass. And uh, the only thing I don't like about this match is because Roman Reigns has the upper hand. I mean, he always does. It's it's gonna take somebody that can one up what he's doing, and I. Don't see it happening until SummerSlam. I'm trying to still figure out why Edge came back looking like a lumberjack, but that's beyond me. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. The big old beard. I'm like, dude, what happened? Did you just go Bushman on all of us or what? Uh, hey, man, he was on that show Vikings for a while, so. Maybe he had to do some more recordings. That's why he's been gone since WrestleMania. Maybe, dude. They've got that new show Valhalla coming out, so. On Netflix. I don't know. Well, but, uh, you know, um,. This is going to be an interesting Money in the Bank, but I also think that no one's going to take the title from, from Roman Reigns until SummerSlam. SummerSlam's going to be the end-all, be-all. It's going to be where we're going to see everything shake up, everything's going to change, and you wait, August is going to be freaking on and popping, dude. Uh, the Money in the Bank, I am not too thrilled about because... Last year they done screwed up with it, so yeah. for me that you know they were talking about statistics on uh, Monday Night Raw about eighty percent of of the people who cash you know get the money in bank cash in and winning. It's like yeah because you guys 
can pick and choose what to do with it now. I mean, I don't even like that. Like, that's... Yeah. If you're not... if Don't let someone win it if you're not going to use them as your champion. Or at least give it them is a like, It's, it's like a Monday Night Raw. Well, how do you feel about it, man? Is you're a two-time Money in the Bank winner. It's like, no. He's a one-time Money in the Bank winner with, with a paper Money in the Bank. Yeah. It, it really kind of pissed me off because I'm like... You did not earn that. The man that did earn it, you guys kind of just pushed him up, pushed him aside because it wasn't what you wanted to do. Yeah, he decided, oh, we don't want to go this route, so we're going to change that. And, and we're going to give it to and, him. And look at it like this. It shows how much you care about the fans. It's like, you guys don't care. We're not there, so it don't matter to you. Evidently. Listen, and I don't know what this con guy is, but... He's part of the reason why the shit is going to shit. Well, he just got there, though. And he's just trying to make readjustments on the WWE. Whatever he's I, doing. Well, it sounds like they're probably... it. A lot of it sounds like they're trying to make the assets as easy as possible to do a switchover because it sounds like they're going to sell WWE at any point. The NBC, yeah. Or whatever they end up doing because you never know. Someone can end up coming out. Can you imagine... Turner did it one more time. Oh, dude, dude! Could, could Ted Turner? Do they've this? already they've already got AEW. I mean, but could they do this? Make it one big power. Oh my god, that would be huge! Like turn it, flip it, like watch it be real. Like right WWE off. buying WCW type thing. Yeah, yeah, that'd be epic. But we have, we have to have the Monday Night Wars first. We're going to have the Friday Night War starting August 13th. I'm not too worried about that. <laughs> Friday Night Smackdown sucks balls and has for a while. It don't really interest me too much anymore. I still think William Defoe should play Vince McMahon in the WWE movie. <laughs> oh, dude. That was hilarious. We were talking about that today. He showed me this meme and, and it's got all these different movie stars if WWE made a movie a movie if WWE was made as a movie who should play wrestlers who should play wrestlers certain uh, as who and it was other things it was, it was quite funny and of course no one had anybody for Vince McMahon I was like Willem Dafoe give me Willem Dafoe right he's right. the only he one he probably that do the walk too he can do the walk he can do that crazy ass face and everything yeah. else that Vince does Oh, it'd be glorious. Fire. Yeah, he could do it. That'd be great. I'd love the whole thing. So, that wraps up WWE's Hell in a Cell. Yeah, what was weird was, uh, was Dynamite was on tonight. Yeah, that's a little weird, but also probably because basketball was on Wednesday night and Friday night. So they went ahead and just went, hey, we don't got basketball on Saturday night. Let's put it on Saturday. Yep. Hope y'all paid attention because Jungle Boy takes on Kenny Omega for the AEW Championship. Yes, yeah, go Jungle Boy. You Come know, on, I don't see it happening. Jungle Boy definitely Come on, Jungle it. Boy! Jungle Boy, one of my favorites in AEW. Yep. So we'll be back tomorrow with Baseball Basketball Talk. We'll be talking about those Western Conference and Eastern Conference Finals. Milwaukee, whoo boy, they laid this. Smackdown in game two on the Hawks. That they did, man. Tied that series back up by one. 
The Clippers have finally gotten back into the series and are looking to tie it tonight. And hopefully they don't, for the love of God, don't let the Clippers back into the series. Mm-hmm. I swear. <laughs> do not do this to me. I cannot stand Clippers fans. They're almost as bad as Cowboys fans. We're better. No, you're not. You suck. You haven't done anything in the whole 50 years of your organization. Cowboys, you, like, you haven't been to the Super Bowl since you last won the Super Bowl. At least my team's been three times since then. And won one. Losers. But yes, your team's been there too. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> Everybody likes to give me crap about my Rams. What do you guys do? Well, you've been there three times and won one, at least, since the Cowboys last went. Tell me the Cowboys are good. <laughs> just cause you're... All right, all right, all right. Tangents, tangents, tangents. I'm just saying. Anyway, we so... We love you guys. Can't wait to see you tomorrow. And, yes. You know, we'll have some more stuff for you on, on Tuesday. Of course. We are back on track with everything, baby. We're on and popping. And yeah. we love you guys so much. So keep let's keep rolling and end the month on a good note, baby. We'll t- be ready for season five. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I've been July. Yes, baby. It's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. 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 Popping. Lock it. Uh. Uh. Yes. Dude, as long as you don't drop nothing, we'll be good. I'm sitting down. I can't drop it like it's hot. <laughs> Pop, lock, and drop it. Pop, lock, and drop it. <laughs> oh, there goes my hip. I pulled my ankle. Do we get too old for this? Oh, oh I hurt my shmagiggy. <laughs> Rice Krispie treats. Snap, crackle, pop, bitch. <laughs> my bad. I shouldn't say bitch. Damn it. <laughs> uh, I'm this sorry. This so much fun, guys. We love you. I'm sorry for my cursing. <laughs> Cooper brings it out of me because he's a never mind. Anyways, that does it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep, keep on, on talking, talking sports. sports. Hey everyone, this is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman. Or you can email us at sports talk with Cooper in Big Man. That's sports talk, W I T Cooper, the letter N, Big Man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.